0: This is the Create the Smarts Podcast where you will learn to leverage your online following into a profitable, future-proof education business that you control without being at the mercy of sponsors or algorithm changes. Each week we interview the world's leading creators to find out what strategies they use to diversify, stabilize and grow their businesses. I'm your host, Jan van A. Hey everybody, it's your Dutch Rank Yum and you are listening to episode 140 of the creator Smarts podcast. In this episode today we're going to talk about so-called product launches versus selling your courses on Evergreen. Which one is the best for you? And by the way if you're not sure what these two things are then I will explain you in a minute. Um, we'll also give you the pros and cons of each option so um, but yeah first of all just to give you a bit of background information the reason we're talking about this on the podcast today is this is a topic that has come up quite often recently um, in our inner circle meetings also in the coaching sessions that I do with the pur- with the people that I work with personally and um, so the typical problem here is that you know people know <laughs> they learn how to create a course and then they learn how to launch a course so you basically say we're going to get started on the 1st of march that's the the date we're going to release our course and then you create all that anticip- anticipation and excitement amongst your audience and that's when people are going to buy right and usually you make the most amount of sales just before the deadline because people wait until the last moment so it's really important that you give people a reason to buy now and by having a start a starting date you create that natural urgency and you will see that you um, make relatively that you get a high conversion on your email list right so people do that but then after the launch it's quiet People don't buy anymore because they don't have a reason to buy now. So maybe occasionally there's somebody like a super fan goes to your website and finds a course there and buys it. But it's not, um, yeah, it, it, it doesn't generate any stable revenue. So what people do is they decide to do multiple launches throughout the year. right? So they launch uh, multiple cohorts, cohorts um, throughout the year. So these are usually like challenges, think about like 10 week challenges or like a, a workshop or or just a cohort and those all have a starting date so then you can do that same trick that I explained a minute ago, three times per year, which is good because you need to give your followers an opportunity to buy from you right they already like you they're following you they're interested in what you do so you need to sell out offers on a regular basis, and doing prob- uh, product launches throughout the year is is a good way to uh, to send out offers regularly another pro of doing launches is that there is a there is a, a clear starting date so that means that it's live, right? You have that live element. Like all the students are getting started on the same date. You can also drip out content, and all the students will consume the same content every week. So it's very good to, um, to create engagement. Um, you possibly also get a better customer experience. It's live, you know, it's all very exciting for you, also for your audience. So it's, um, there's it, it nothing against this model, it, it, it works. Um, that for sure but it also comes with a with a few cons so the big disadvantage about doing multiple product launches or cohort based courses throughout the year is they can be very stressful Um, you need to prepare pre-sales content especially when you do it for the first time but then you also want to make some tweaks when you do it throughout the year right you don't want to extend you don't want to send out the exact same promotion content uh, promotion promotional content throughout the year you you can still do that and it will still work um but even then it's going to be stressful because you need to be sure that all the students are enrolled uh, maybe you need to do weekly live streams you're going to get lots of questions uh so your customer support is going to be very busy so it's just not it it can be very stressful and of course if it's stressful then that means that it's going to take lots of your time and energy which you can then not spend that on other things right so it can also be a big distraction for your long-term growth um, the cash flow is another issue if you have three three or four major three or four product launches throughout the year that means that you have three or four major earning events right so three or four moments where you're going to make big chunk of money and then the rest of the year it's, it's kind of quiet it's very difficult and stressful to hire a team if you don't have stable cash flow um, let's say you want to hire your first could be an assistant could be somebody who helps out with support if you want to hire a team you know that team maybe two or three people are gonna cost you about 10k per month right if, if that's your fixed expense if your monthly cost are let's say 10k and you're not making any money nine out of 12 months of the year that can be very very stressful so i think that the launch model w- works most of the time for smaller businesses um business who have just started uh, that don't have a big team yet and um there are a few exceptions though but i will Get back to that a bit later and then there is a so-called evergreen model right where people go to your website they give you their email address you put them in an automated email sequence and then at the end of the sequence you add some kind of urgency and scarcity and people buy so you're basically selling on autopilot and it continues 24 7 365 days per year now of course this sounds more appealing right because you can basically make money on autopilot um you're also going to have predictable, predictable, sorry, predictable cash flow. So you're going to feel much more confident about hiring a team. Um, you're also going to have more mental space, and this is an important one, because especially once you reach a more advanced stage in your business, like the most powerful thing that you can do in your business, the most powerful way you can contribute to your business is by actually do the thinking but if you want to do the thinking you need mental space and you don't have that if you're in the middle of product launches all the time right so i know quite a few entrepreneurs used to do product launches make lots of money with that and now they say you know even though doing launches might make more money um you know might have slightly higher conversion rates although that's not entirely proven but they still decide to move away from the launch model and just go evergreen so that they have a more predictable cash flow, a less stress. With the evergreen model, you will also be able to much better track your numbers. And here's what I mean with that. So let's say every week you have 100 people who sign up for your mailing list, right? And you have set up an email sequence. Within seven days, you pitch your product. Then after a week, you know exactly exactly you you can track how many people, how many of those 100 people bought, right? So let's say six people buy and they all spend a $100. Then that means that you made $600 with 100 leads, which means that every lead is worth $6, right? Now, if you then want to try some or do some big tests in your business, change the headline on your website, for example, or split test, Maybe not even split test, but test a webinar. Basically change your sales your sales vehicle, change the webinar and, and try a video sales ladder, for example, or just an email sequence without sending out any videos with uh, pre-sales content. Like you can, you can do all those big tests so you can see what happens with their average lead value if you make a pitch within the first days if you have that sales sequence set up if you're only doing a few product launches per week it's becomes more difficult to track um it becomes hard to see where the sales eventually came from so that's another thing and you know when you once you have a established business and you want to scale up then tracking and testing different offers testing different headlines um Testing headlines versus uh, sorry, testing webinars versus video sales slides versus email sequences—all these things become really important, and you're gonna have uh, it's easier to track if you sell on Evergreen if you have that automated email sequence. Okay, so um, the conclusion here is that almost everybody that I've been talking to lately agreed that and. In, it's, it's okay to start with product launches, but eventually you need to move away from It's probably better for your business to move away from that and uh, move towards an evergreen model because you're going to have more predictable cash flow, which is going to enable you to hire it, to feel more confident about hiring a team, which is something you need to grow the business uh, in most cases. You're going to have more mental space, which is important because if you're stuck up in product launches and all The time you're not going to have the mental space to make the right strategic decisions that you need to grow your business, you're going to be able to track the numbers. Um, yes, there are a few down, downsides, of course. You have to think about ways to create scarcity and urgency without having a fixed starting date for your programs, right? So, you need to create so called fake scarcity, which some people might not like. Um, there's also not really a life element anymore, right? You still can have that community, but people. Are uh, they might be in different modules anymore? Uh, they're not all going to be in the same stage in their learning journey. So um, I would I would recommend for established uh, entrepreneur on, entrepreneurs or uh, online business owners in general to move towards the Evergreen model because it's gonna enable you to scale your business faster. Of course, there are a few exceptions here. If like the life element and the cohort element of your course is a major unique selling point, USP, then you might want to stick with that. Like if you teach I don't know. If you teach how to do YouTube, and you're the only course out there that has a very strong live element that brings in like guest speakers and everything, then uh, you know doing it live is a very big part of the power and the the unique selling point of your program, right? So in that case, you might want to stick to the uh, the cohort-based model. It also, of course, depends on your ambition. If you really like doing these cohort-based courses, aka product launches throughout the year um, then you might want to stick to it so I'm always very careful when I give this kind of advice because it all depends on the context it all depends on on your skills on your ambitions on can also depend on on, uh, what makes you unique uh, the competition all those kind of things so take this advice with a grain of salt Um, I would go for the evergreen model for the reasons that i just shared with you and i hope that you'll find this useful and if you also want to learn how to create an effective evergreen email sequence or sales funnel then yeah subscribe to the podcast leave a good review because this is a topic that we might want to cover later here on the podcast that was it for today just a quick lesson here um yeah enjoy your weekend or your weekday whatever day it is it doesn't really matter Ciao